0: They say age is just a number, and getting older is a bittersweet process that comes with plenty of lessons, or should we say, lots of trial and error. In this episode of That One Thing, as we continue on the topic of life lessons, our hope is that these experiences could help you along the way. For sure, you might have heard this or encountered this. But whatever, sharing is caring. So, let's bring it on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Kim. Hi, TOT listeners. Happy Friday. Hi everyone! Belated! Happy Independence Day! Isang maligayang araw ng kasarinlan! And welcome to another episode of That One Thing Podcast! Yes! Happy Independence Day! Hi Rose! What are you up to this day? Malaya ka ba? <laughs> I'm free, (laughs) but nothing special. So just going through the normal routine of my daily life Mm -hmm. sleep, eat, and work. That's how it is. (laughs) (laughs) That seems to be a typical routine nowadays. Ano na pinas! anyway i am still not over the lessons you've shared from our last episode after two weeks (laughs) here's what i want to share let's get into it first your childhood matters second (laughs) life is short third don't worry too much fourth pay it forward Oh, wait, Kim. <laughs> you can pause there. Those <laughs> lessons were all familiar. Are you giving them a recap of the lessons we discussed last episodes? Those were my lessons. You are nothing but a second grade. Trying <laughs> hard. Copycat. Well, mm. <laughs> I was just kidding. Well, here it goes. Um, first, be proactive. I'm going to sit down first. Okay. Second, begin with it, end in mind. Third, put first things first. Fourth, Mm -hmm. think win-win. Fifth, seek first to understand and be understood. Six, synergize and sharpen the soul. But out of my ten lessons, seven of which, those seven are seven habits of (laughs) highly effective people. Are you serious? (laughs) I'm pretty sure you have a lot in mind. What are your lessons? (laughs) In short, I'm still stuck in an endless loop of contemplating what to share. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what to share in this episode, but sincerely, okay, let's do this. I'm ready. Wow, I'm happy to hear that you're ready. I'm all ears. Take it away, Kim. (laughs) What are the 10 lessons you can share in your 30 years of existence? Okay, I'll start first with... This lesson, focus inward. Mm-hmm. But before I tell you what does that mean, early on in my life, when I was younger, you know, most of the time you can easily be swayed or get confused about what you want to do. I always, well, I shouldn't say always, but most of the time I fail to identify which is which, what is what. And I ended up wearing multiple hats, wherein some of those hats, I'm not happy to wear really. So what I did back then is, I remember I tried to look at some people who I know are successful and leading a creative life. Then I observed their behaviors and principles. I took what's good, then eventually I realized, this is not me either. Uh but don't get me wrong I mean that strategy really works too and it helped me and later maybe I will share with you specifically how I use that kind of thinking or strategy and what particular lesson I can connect that with but then again I realized and I overlooked myself my inner system that I need to set my own principles I need to have my own hence I learned to focus inward it sounds simple but it's really an endless journey to self-growth and mastery it's somewhat similar to ancient greek aphorism know thyself it means that you need to take time to really understand who you are what you are and we've mentioned this a couple of times in our previous episode how important self-awareness is hmm The ability to really step back and see yourself from a distance to analyze your flaws, your weakness, your strengths, your opportunities, your purpose, and your motivations. This is not only not easy, but it is also not natural as well. The battle for self-awareness is an endless one. We have biases and blind spots that work against self-knowledge daily, yet You know, we must continue to aim for it at knowing ourselves as fully as possible. One example that I could share is I set a few minutes or time for myself to really reflect and sit down. Mm -hmm. Look back to what happened to my day or week or just to get a grasp of what crossed my mind and what actions I took. This helped me and help me understand myself even better so going back to my favorite book seven Mm -hmm. habits and author Stephen Covey those seven habits actually are focusing on an inside out approach and let me quote him He said that the inside-out approach to personal and interpersonal effectiveness means to start first with self. Even more fundamentally, to start with the most inside part of self, which is your paradigms, Mm -hmm. the way you think, your character, your motives. It means that the private victories precede public victories, that making and keeping promises to ourselves proceeds making and keeping promises to others. So that's what he said. It's mm-hmm. really futile to put personality ahead of character and to try to improve relationships with others before improving yourself. Because simply you cannot give what you don't have, right? You yeah. were saying that if you weeks ago and we need to understand ourselves better to question our biases and look at ourselves objectively mm-hmm. in analogy of all the plantitas and plantitas <laughs> out there of planting and harvesting when you try to focus on nurturing your inner self you need to tend also on the roots Mm. or the foundation or your core. You will eventually see the fruits later on. You reap what you sow. So this is also related to the mantra I set myself for this year. What you put in is what you get out. I know in the episode, that one resolution, I correlated this mantra as to how much effort you put in is what you'll get out or the results is in correlation with your efforts. But in the same manner of how much you understand your inner being or inner self is how much greater or grander the results you'll get and you can give to others. Mm-hmm. So focus inward. I was literally nodding while you were sharing your first lesson. I know the feeling <laughs> of wearing multiple hats. And if you really don't know what you want for yourself, and your values, you'll totally get lost. So that's a good lesson, Kim, that you've shared. I love it. (laughs) What's your next? Next. Mm. Your mind is your most prized possession. Mm. Similar as your freedom, it's your mind. We need to protect our mind, what we put inside our head. Instinctively, we protect our physical selves. You know, when someone pushes you to the wall or tries to snatch your back you get enraged or defensive or you'll have that knee-jerk reaction to shy away or fight back mm-hmm. but i notice that when it comes to our mind when we are less conscious about it we are not disciplined for instance we hand over our thoughts to social media yeah to what other people think or say about an issue Something like that. Mm-hmm. We don't realize how wasteful it is, and we let these outside forces rob us of peace. Yeah. And I'm referring also to the power of your mind and how you should protect it. What the mind perceives, one can achieve, they say, right? Mm-hmm. Head comes out naturally through words, feelings, action. So, setting the right attitude produces the right action. And let me rephrase that. Wrong thinking produces wrong emotion and wrong emotion creates wrong behavior. Sometimes also, I notice that our body is the product of our thoughts. Our human mind really is the biggest factor for healing arts. And I've met people who have illnesses that are devastating and depressing in a way. But God, they're so strong. They're so stronger than I am. I always think of try to think of perfect health and Uh the mind is really powerful I got operated and went to a surgery recently and maybe I would have reacted differently if I didn't fight the battlefield in my head when I got the news that you need to go on surgery mm-hmm. yes and I'm still amazed how you were able to pull it off in the middle of the pandemic that's why I always tell you to share that story to our TOT <laughs> listeners alright let's move on with your third <laughs> maybe next next <laughs> next next episode <laughs> yeah okay, third consciously consider who you allow in their life mm. have you heard your Parents give you a warning about spending time with some kids that they call us not-so-good kids. (laughs) Yes. Uh I mean, when we were younger, of course. But weaving out people that don't help cultivate growth is really vital. Surround yourself with the right people. Jim Rohn quoted it and said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And my sister, she recently... Share this with me, she said, the higher the vibe, the smaller the tribe. Mm. Have you noticed that as you grow older, your circle of friends or people that you depend on gets smaller and smaller? Yeah, yeah. Quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And in line with what I was referring to in the first lesson, focus inward, when I looked into the lives of the people who are living their best, when I said that it was not because I'm comparing myself. It's more of finding a good model. Mm-hmm. Choose people that you will treat as a model. Yeah. Choose wisely, and when you do, you will always find yourself striving to live a life that is worth imitating. Mm-hmm. Again, not to compare because every second you spend wishing you had someone else's life is a second spent wasting yours. Yeah. In an era of sharing our lives so openly on the internet, it's so easy to fall into the vortex of comparing yourselves to others. Mm-hmm. And whenever I meet people or get to know them, ask yourself as well and I do ask myself about them and this time that I spend with them. Are they making me better? Mm-hmm. Do they encourage me to push forward and are they holding me accountable or do they drag me down? Mm-hmm. And should I spend more or less time with these folks? We are not to leave to please everyone because if that's our goal, it will end up that everyone will love you except yourself. Yes, I agree. We should not try to please everyone all the time. It's not worth it. Because (laughs) if we do, we are giving them the authority to live our life according to their standards and not to what makes us happy as individuals. Mm -hmm. And now, let's go to your fourth lesson. (laughs) True to life. Okay, Mm -hmm. fourth, inaction is still an action. You know, we all know the saying, actions... Speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. I have concluded that when deciding something, our thoughts are nice, but our actions matter. If you choose not to decide, you still made a choice. Yeah. When I was younger, I was placed in a position where I had to make certain decisions. I get torn or split in my worst nga mode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What was that nga nga mode, Kim? I haven't heard that story yet. Dami. There is a lot. Mm -hmm. For instance, when I started working, there were simple decisions that were put on my shoulders. And I got stuck to say yes, yes, yes. Because (laughs) I was meeting you to the role. Like, huh? I didn't sign up for this, but okay then. And then I just get mode. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Something like you don't really have a choice now because you're the newbie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it does make sense. And then eventually you will just tell yourself, I need to do it and see where it gets me. And sometimes you even need to take risks. And if I fail, it's okay. Who cares? Fail fast, learn faster. As -hmm. they say, those who fail the most, try the most. I guess for me, lessons are what's important. And as I grow, old I realized that I just have to do it because the mere fact that I didn't do anything is already a choice Mm-mm. that's why inaction is still an action so do it now build your muscles to be prepared for the goliaths in your life because mm-hmm. most if not I am scared or I wear my black hat and I'm trying to be cautious at all times so Always try to consider everything. But if it's just me, I'd say to myself, you cannot let your fear take charge and hold you back from your destiny. Feel it and do it anyway. Do it trembling, do it broke, (laughs) do it with help. And you can always ask for help. And Mm -hmm. I remember I was listening to a pastor who was saying, you wouldn't want to go at the tail end of your life saying or Selling on your deathbeds. I wish I had or I mm-hmm. hope I had that courage to do so because the one thing that you will never get is more time. I That's agree. why the next lesson is prioritizing, which is related to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you grow older, you learn that time is limited and the one resource that you can't retrieve or hold on to. Time is a resource that is non-renewable and non-transferable. I don't have all the time in the world, so make sure everything counts. Mm. You will see how important spending time with the right people, your family, and loved ones. I remember AW Toaster. he said this, You cannot store time, you cannot slow it up, you cannot hold it up, you cannot divide it or give it up. You can't hoard it up or save it for a rainy day. When it is lost, it's unrecoverable. When you kill time, it has no resurrection. Mm. When we're talking about health, for example, you will also understand that you're not invincible. I've learned this the hard way. Slowly, you'll feel the aches, the pain, mm. starts creeping into your life, and thus, you start placing more value to your health. Because it's yes. And yeah, I just remembered we don't usually prioritize when we are younger, but rather we multitask mm-hmm. because we feel like we also have all the energy in the world. Little did we know, our old self will eventually suffer. Preach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. Um, What else? Good question that you ask because that's the next lesson. Ask more. Be passionately curious. <laughs> Doubt the default. Think of non-linear ways and you'll learn more by asking. And asking is also a humbling experience. Mm. Wisdom does not necessarily come with age, to be honest. It is really from the experience. Sometimes I'm surprised how much I've learned from folks younger than I am, way younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And I love the curiosity of children. I am in awe. One thing I learned from my nephew is to never stop questioning the questioner. (laughs) Because I try to ask him questions and he will ask me back. And in the end, I am the one explaining and thinking, why? Why am I explaining this? Uh -uh. But he's so cute and adorable Uh -uh. so you can't just not explain it properly. It's an additional reminder that our growth or progress comes from the willingness also to learn and the courage to ask. Mm-hmm. Stay curious, but at the same time, listen intently as well. Yeah, Curiosity is great, but if it evaporates, it doesn't go any further from your head, then it doesn't really help. Mm. That was one of the hardest lessons I learned because I thought Asking before would equate to being, you know, dumb. (laughs) But you only have to ask the right questions so you'll get the correct answers. That's Mm -hmm. how it is. Go on, Kim. Yeah, we get more de-dumb if we Mm -hmm. do not ask, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and if you keep on asking, and people will definitely answer you back. And that's where we need to say that people are also living generously. And I've learned to live generously, hopefully, Mm -hmm. and I'm learning. And when I say this, I'm not referring to giving away money or wealth. This is similar to what you said about paying it forward, Rose. Mm -hmm. How simple acts of kindness could go a long way. This could mean I'm lending my ears to listen. I'm giving my two cents on the matter. I'm providing my full attention my talents, my time, my efforts. It's basically be a blessing to others. We are mm-hmm. all blessed to bless. Mm-hmm. You know, giving is a powerful action to bring more into your life because when you're actually giving, you're saying, I have plenty. Mm. It's like telling the world that I have enough. And have you noticed those wealthiest people on the planet are the greatest philanthropist Uh but for sure they work hard to earn those right Mm -hmm. people don't get those overnight and again related to what i was saying on taking action on how inaction is also an action Mm -hmm. when we're given an opportunity by god or higher being or whatever we believe in what we do with that is already an opportunity that you give back to him. Mm -hmm. It's how you give back to the one who gave you that opportunity. And that is also, for me, another way of living generously. God didn't create a chair, right? Mm -hmm. He created and gave us a tree. The rest is up to us. Imagine what that tree can be. And he hand us that. Imagine a table, a chair, a cabinet, whatever. We need Mm -hmm. to create more than what you consume. And when I say create more than you consume, it also means create love completely and always. Yun yung next lesson, love completely and always. Oh, I'm excited to hear what you'll (laughs) share here, (laughs) Kim. When I say completely, we should number our days. Um, love. It's defined in Corinthians. We can define it in many ways mm-hmm. it's trusting, it's caring, it's patient, it's understanding, it's respecting, it's a commitment. So, love wholeheartedly, as it's super cliche, as it seems. Love comes in different forms, sizes, and shapes. And loving doesn't always mean no boundaries. Sometimes, actually, More often than not, we fall into the trap of taking other people's responsibility thinking that is Christian love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes loving also means tough love or rebuking that person because you love the person or freeing love or letting go. Mm -hmm. Don't always save people from the painful consequences of their decisions. Sometimes the kindest thing to do is to allow that person to experience the bad results of their bad choices. And it doesn't stop there. As we know that part of loving and part of love is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to forgive and make amends and admit that we truly are wrong and accept it. Don't let bitterness or anger or unforgiveness overcome us. That's what love completely and always means for me. Mm. forgive tough love letting go those are true actions of love what's your last two lessons kim last two thank god (laughs) prayer works (laughs) amen that's my my ninth lesson prayer works (laughs) Mm. we don't pray to god because our life is going perfect or life is good. We praise and honor him and call upon him because of who he is and because he is good. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he isn't moved when we sing praises only by the quality of our voice, but by the condition of our hearts. It is more about our heart posture that holds God in the highest esteem. So the place where God is in our lives, if he's top of our priority list, then we're all good because prayer works truly and i'll be honest i don't pray every day there are times that (laughs) (laughs) there are times that i miss to say a prayer but when i do i surrender i know he listens and even if i don't ask he knows the desires of my heart even before i utter or declare it to him and when i ask i'm sure he listens intently. so he can show me what's best or if I need to be redirected. And I have Mm -hmm. experienced this a lot of times. His grace, love, in many ways. Especially in the most challenging situations of my life. And I remember, if you search and call upon him, ay naman, grabe. Sabi nga, I hold to His promise in Jeremiah 13 when mm. He said, You will search for Me. And when you search for Me with all your heart, you will find Me. Mm. And at the end of the day, sometimes i say, all well, tiring things that had happened in my day, Lord, come to my heart. I know You know my struggles. Yeah. Matthew 11.28, Come to Him and He will give you rest. True. And because I really not <laughs> <laughs> sa life lessons ko itawa na lang natin <laughs> but seriously laugh hard is mm-hmm. the last lesson if lugao is essential humor is essential <laughs> okay please live to work rather work to live I'd say laugh to live because it releases not just the tension and anxiety but it humanizes us, you know, to laugh. Mm-hmm. And humor gets us through the tough times. Laughter helps us to also change our perspective. There's so much more in having a life and enjoying it, right? Mm. That's sabi- right. Sabi-, sabi yolo eh. Pero, siyempre, I am not into you only live what <laughs> kind of mantra. Pero, just have fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. And. Congratulations, Kim. Thank you for sharing those (laughs) lessons with us. I never thought of those when I was thinking of my own lessons to share. It only proves that we are really two different individuals. (laughs) Um, But before we end this episode, I want to do a quick recap of Kim's LOL, (laughs) L-O-L-L, List of Life Lessons. These are two. Number one, focus inward. Mind matters. Consciously consider who you allow into your life. Inaction is still an action. Live generously. Love completely and always. Prioritize. Be passionately curious. Prayer works and laugh hard. How about you? What are your 10 life lessons over the years? List them down. We can't wait for you to experience that trip down the memory lane. Thanks for listening to That One Thing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Follow our social media account at ThatOneThingPH. Did you enjoy this episode? Let us know and leave us a message. You can also ask a question in the link in the description. Be sure to tune in every other Friday for new episodes.